Hello there and welcome to the 40th episode of Organize with Grace. And this is titled, Turn Your Hot Mess Digital Photos into an Organized and Meaningful Story. Now, before we continue with that, I do want to give a quick shout out to a couple of listeners who has been here with me when I first started this podcast, when it was titled Money Mindset Transformed. So Logan and Gerardo, if you are hearing this episode right now, I want to thank you both for being such wonderful listeners. I know that you are taking action with sharpening your budgeting skills, and I commend you for that. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast and I hope to bring more money-related topics to you because, you know, we also need to organize our money, right? So again, thank you both, Logan and Gerardo, for choosing to listen to this podcast. I appreciate you very much. Now, I know I often say I'm excited to bring you this interview, but I really am each time because I've had such amazing guests so far And each of them has blessed us with their stories, expertise, experiences. Such a delight each time I get to talk to each of them and bring the episode to you. So, hmm, perhaps I should try something new, some new words, huh? In addition to excited, like fantastic, insightful, valuable interviews. I really need to expand my descriptive word vocabulary, don't I? (laughs) Well, anyway, look, I really am truly excited (laughs) to bring you this episode because I have not discussed this aspect of organization, which is a digital organization. And I had the privilege of talking with a professional organizer about this and where to even begin with my digital clutter. I don't even know. Specifically, The one we will talk about is all these photos on my phone. Do you feel me? I think I have thousands. So I hope you listen to the whole episode. I hope you listen to it the whole way through because she will teach us how to see the photos a different way than the clutter that they appear to be in our phones or in our computers. Welcome to the 40th episode of Organize with Grace. Here we go. Welcome back to Organize with Grace podcast. Do you feel like you're always struggling to get it together? Do you feel like you're burning the candle at both ends, feeling completely disorganized in your home and life, that it's starting to affect you mentally and emotionally? Well, you've come to the right place if you need encouragement easy and simple organization tips, or you just want to know that you're not alone in this season of life. Hi, I'm Grace Ramon, your fellow working mom and professional organizer. I believe in you, friend. You can get it together. Now let's get organized. Darla DeMauro is a certified professional organizer and owner of Heartwork Organizing since 2004. Based near Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, she is a mom of two, international speaker, and author of the best-selling book series, Sort and Succeed, which outlines five simple steps to help you organize stuff 
time, paperwork, money, and photos. The upbeat, organized home office is the third book in the series. So what sets her apart from today's organizing influencers? With a technology background, she's helped her clients cross the physical to online barrier for over 16 years. She employs a small but creative team who has been doing virtual organizing since well before the world went online due to COVID-19. During the pandemic, her small business thrived, helping her clients with their expertise on a popular pandemic project, photo organizing. Turning a lifetime of physical photos into an organized photo library that you can access from the palm of your hand is right up her alley. With weekly blog articles inspired by her followers, there is always something new to learn. And I am so excited to have a conversation with her all about digital organizing because I feel like I live in a... mm, I feel like I live in a clutter of digital items. So Darla, save my digital life. Welcome, Darla. Thank you, Grace. I'm so excited to be on. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. And thank you for your time. So speaking of overwhelm, I feel like whenever I try to get my photos organized, there doesn't seem to be one time. And then two, there's just too many to tackle. So how should we start this process of organizing? Right. Well, um, let me break it down for you so that um, people can find their own good starting point. There tends to be two. One is let's ignore all the old physical stuff for a minute and just focus on getting organized digitally. Some people who are techies are going to feel good about that. They um, maybe have their stuff on their phone and they're on their phone all the time and they figure they know how it works and that's a good starting place for them. Some other folks who maybe don't like the techie side so much um, are, you know, kind of show me types of people and they like to hold it in their hands and they like to be able to sort things out, make, make piles and, get into the shoe boxes and they'd rather leave the digital stuff for later. So you got to kind of pick one horse and go from there. Um, In my office, we, uh, as you said, I'm a certified professional organizer, which means we organize closets, kitchens, bedrooms, that sort of thing, garages, attics, basements. Um, But we also have a subspecialty in organizing photos and I am a certified photo organizer with a partner organization, your listeners probably know about NAPO, the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals. But I hold a dual certification in a sister organization called the Photo Managers. So, uh, and that's really been great for us over the pandemic year and a half, um, because when we couldn't be out in people's closets, We were actually telling them, bring your photos by or we'll come get your photos. And we would just have buckets of photos show up and back their van up and say, I don't know what's in here, but can you help me? You know, can you make it pretty? Can you make it into something that I can enjoy looking at again? And that's what we love. So I was able to keep my employees safe and keep my clients safe. And that's what we've been sort of hunkered down for the last 18 months doing. Now we're back out with clients a little bit more, but we're still 
um, we still always have and always will be um, taking on client photo projects as well. So so I know, I know that people are overwhelmed. I know that, uh, look, nobody taught us how to organize photos. They handed us these, you know, thousand dollar phones and iPads and Macs and PCs. And all of us have a lot of gear that very few of us really truly know how to use. So hopefully that's what I'm here to help people kind of get over that hump. That's awesome. And you said to pick one, mm-hmm. um, are you talking about like if we were to pick like what we prefer better? Is that is that more like yeah? So preference? maybe Grace. I mean, you just just talking about your situation. You know, you're a podcaster. Technology doesn't scare you, right? Uh-huh. Um, you have do you do you have a Mac or a PC at home? Grace? I have a PC. Okay, so you have a PC, and do you have an iPhone or an Android? I have an iPhone. Okay, so mm-hmm. you're like most people, right? We're kind of, and and me, I'm in that camp too. You're kind of straddling the PC and the Apple world. You have a, a really important Apple gadget in your hand, but a lot of things that are heavy duty that take a lot of data management that's happening on your PC, right? Um, and but but you, I know you enough to know that um, you're not scared by the technology. Um, so maybe it's, it's, um, maybe the technology is a good place for you to start. I see. And, and instead of saying, oh, photos, I have the stuff from my high school days and I have the stuff that my mom passed to me. And, you know, as sometimes people, as they pass away, you'll get your aunt's things and your uncle's things and, and your parents' things. And uh, it's hard to make heads or tails of those old, sometimes moldy Right. Um, yep. yep. Shoe boxes and 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 buckets and um, bins of material, and sometimes it's just easier to work on your own stuff first. So, ooh, I like that. Work on your own stuff first. Yeah. So I that is turning a light bulb on on with me right now, because I think that that can be a good focus, you know, for myself. Because every time I look at, I think what happens in my mind is I start to look at my stuff. And then right away, I move on to the physical. And then and then next thing you know, I just say, I give up. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as, uh, and we do it in my, I mean, we do this professionally, right? Yeah. Um, and and two, th- two things that I will say is um, it is very common what you just said for somebody to start on the digital and then immediately think, but I don't know what I'm doing with the physical. I'm overwhelmed. Who wants pie? Right? <laughs> like anything other than this. Yeah. Netflix. Oh, yeah. 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 I think I have weeds pie. to pull. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I get it. I get it. But the other thing is hopefully this will um, bring the level of stress and the overwhelm down for you and all your listeners. Just hear me say this. I do this professionally. Got it. There is somebody out there, myself and all of my photo management colleagues, whose job it is to make sense of your photo organizing mess. What does that tell you? That tells you that you don't have to do it on your own. And just because you own, uh, you know, fill in the blank, iPhone or Mac or PC or whatever, just because you own that thing doesn't mean that you are the best person to get into a very um, potentially technical um, database driven (laughs) photo project, right? You may just not be the right one to do that. It's just because we own the gear doesn't mean that we are automatically the expert at using it. Wow. You know, that is so refreshing to hear 
because, wow, I don't have to be an expert. I can hire an expert and then learn from an expert. And so that that is so refreshing. Um, and it it really gives um, gives me, myself, and probably my listeners just that relief of, all right, I don't have to know it all. I have to I don't have to get it all together especially all at once and on my own, like you said. Right. And we, we have projects that we take into our office and they will uh, probably the longest project I've worked on just, just as a project, not as a maintenance. Um, But we've had projects in our office. Oh, I don't know, six or seven months. I mean, it's taken us six or seven months and that's like me and my staff working on it for hours at a time, you know, days upon days, weeks at a time, it's stretching into months. So that's that we give we give that project you know our full attention it is our job so do you do you have that that amount of time to put forth on you know a project that and the one I'm describing actually was a multi-generational project which Mm -hmm. many of you have sitting in your closet yeah um you know so yeah you don't you don't necessarily have the amount of time um, to spend on it, you don't necessarily have the software, the hardware, um, all of that, that that you might ultimately need. Um, so yeah, so but I do want to, you know, having set the stage and having said, yeah. you don't have to be the expert. I know that some people are still going to say, yeah, but wh- what do I do next? What do, mm-hmm. Where do I start? Right? Yep. <laughs> so, um, so Grace, did I hit the nail on the head with you? Or are you probably yes, more likely to say, digital sounds good, I'll leave the other stuff for later? Yeah, I would probably say by talking with you just right now, I would probably try to hit on the digital and kind of feel the win and the momentum yeah. with that. Yeah. Um. So if maybe we can go that direction, because a lot of people are, you know, in that digital because we're taking pictures all the time and we have and this this episode is going to air before the holidays. So we've got we're going to have even more pictures to take and more videos to organize. Yeah. So let's let's go there. Let's start there with how to And, and I love with what, what you just said, because um, when I know that I've done my job really well, when my clients say, you know, I've stopped going to the holiday event and stressing about what I'm taking pictures of. Um, my client actually said to me, one of my clients said, I go, I take a couple of really great pictures and then I put my camera away and then I am present the rest of the, the evening. And I know that I've gotten enough that Darla, you'll make it into, you'll tell the story that I meant to tell for the the event. And that is what I love. Like, you know, all that stress is off of you now. So, um, so let me give you a couple of really good, you know, here's where you're going to start. Yeah. It's a deep topic, so we're not going to get all the way through it, but if you're an Apple, 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 all the way user, your life is actually pretty simple because if you can use the Apple Photos program, which comes resident on your Mac, your iPhone, your iPad, all three of them, if you can turn on your iCloud, if it's not already turned on and use the Apple Photos program, it does a lot of cool organizing for you. It does the heavy lifting for you. Wow. Okay. So if you're an all Apple family all the time and you for some reason have not turned on Apple Photos or have not learned how to use it yet, maybe you have it on, but you're not quite trusting that all the photos are where they're supposed to be, you could very easily go to apple.com and get their basic article. You know, how does Apple Photos work? And it's a pretty good article. I was actually just reading it last week for um, for a client. So if you're an Apple client, 
that that's you need to use that program because it really is going to make it make your life easier. And it's nice. fun because then you have all your photos with you all the time yeah. on your phone, on your Mac, on your iPad. Um, if you're a PC user, unfortunately, you have more options, which can be good for some people, but it's not quite as easy. Um, so most PC users, and I am a PC at heart, uh-huh. um, we actually have both devices in my office, but um, I've been I've been using PCs for 30 years, so it's hard to get it out of my system. <laughs> so if you're a PC user, you probably like to see your photos in folders. Um, and for some people, they might not even really know where their photos are on their PC. I would say to those people, go get help, right? Like if you're if you're struggling with the basics, don't struggle too long. Go get help. If you're pretty good, you kind of know where your your uh, files end up on your PC, then go ahead and um, make file folders that are chronological. Ooh, okay. So in your photos, if if you know if you go to your um, file explorer, it's had many different names, but I'll I'll call it file explorer. Um, it's where you're where you find your files in your PC. There's a pictures folder. And if you download pictures, they automatically end up there usually. But uh, they do take a little bit of manhandling to get them into, um, uh, gosh, that's one of those words you probably can't say anymore. <laughs> I guess with people right? now, I don't know. <laughs> but I know what you mean. Okay. <laughs> and I'm sure so, a lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah. They need a little manipulation there you um, go. <laughs> to, to get into the right uh, the right structure. And we recommend that you do a file structure that is um, maybe the year on top. So 2021 and then Mm -hmm. subfolders for each month. Nice. You don't have to do that. Um, You can, there's a couple of different ways, okay, that you can do it. Um, You could just do a 2021 folder. And then if all of your files, which are the pictures, if they all start with 2021 dash you know, 10-01 as the date, um, then you don't have to put things in subfolders because you can just sort them within that one folder. I see. If they're all coming across with with dates. Yeah. Or so that's more of like a file. Yeah. Or- yeah. So I guess that's what they would call like a like a macro type organizing. If you don't have time, you can just kind of throw it all in there. Yeah. Like in your mind, you're like, okay, all the 2021s just yeah, get in just there. Throw them in. Just throw them in. Nice. And and what I tell people all the time with photo organizing is it's better to be mostly right than absolutely wrong, mm. right? If if I don't know, we do this thing called fuzzy dating when we're um, redating photos. Uh, we do it a lot with older photos. So people will give us, you know, really vintage photos, like from the late 1800s, early 1900s. And um, we can very often put those photos into a year sometimes not even a year, just a decade. We know it was like uh-huh. the 40s um, or we know it was 1941, but we don't know that month. And so often we're doing this fuzzy dating, um, which is just literally putting, renaming things, renaming um, scans or old uh, photos so that they start with as much data as we know. And then we don't worry about what we don't know. So um, anytime we've handled photos and it's like 1941-01-01, that's, we knew it was 1941, but we didn't know anything else in that. We went ahead and filled in the date as we would normally fill it in, but 
usually my projects end up with a 0101. That's sort of shorthand for we didn't know exactly what day it was. I see. Right. But just by adding, uh, renaming files or putting files in sort of the mostly right folder, you're going to be a whole lot better off than if you just had things uh, not dated, not named, not filed in subfolders, and you just really had no idea where anything was. Got it. Got it. What about before starting this organization of your um, your photos? Yeah. Why is it important to know why? Yeah. You're doing so we have this? a we have a saying that um, the how doesn't matter if you don't know the why. Yeah. So let's you know? go back. You know, yeah. because we always. This is what goes on in my mind. Like, you know, I always have it in the back of my mind, right? right. Oh, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. Right. And then and then the motivation kind of dwindles down. So regarding the why, how, how do we establish that one? Why, why do we even play with photos, right? Why do we even play with photos? I can talk to you all day long about technical aspects of photo organizing, but it doesn't matter until you need your photos or until you want to share a story. And photos, uh, we've all heard it. Photos, um, a picture is worth a thousand words. Photos tell a story. So what story do you want to tell? And this is one of my favorite parts of my job because um, people often, like you said, they're like, oh, I got to get my photos, you know, off the shelf or organized or something. I don't know. And I say, stop, 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 stop. Tell me what story you're trying to tell. So behind me, I know that this is mostly audio, but behind me, I've got a photo album of my last trip to France with my daughter. And during COVID, over the last 18 months, we have not traveled. She's under 12, you know, took her forever to get vaccinated. Um, she just turned 12. But um, it warmed my heart so many times. I would look over on the sofa and she would have this album in her hand. And she has said to me several times recently, when are we going back to France? And I don't say this to brag. I mean, you're, you're, you know, your France could be yeah, the lake house yeah. or it could be grandma's house or wherever, right? It doesn't yeah. matter what the destination is, but it matters that it matters to her that she was able to pick up this, um, this book that was made specifically mm-hmm. for us. I made it, <laughs> but, but, you know, it tells our story of our last important trip before lockdown. And, um, and I could see her picking it up over and over again and reviewing and seeing the friends, because we have friends over there in France and um, seeing the things that we did with them and, you know, seeing what her friend, you know, shared with her when we did the homestay and and stayed in their place. Um, So anyway, I could go on and on about France. That's a whole nother topic. That's a whole nother podcast. You'll invite me back and we'll just talk about France. Packing light is my, is my topic there. Um, but the, mm-hmm. the real thing is the story, right? So you have a story. A lot of families, myself included, like to do a, an annual yearbook. So my annual yearbook, I'll tell you my secret. And my annual yearbook goes from this Thanksgiving, sorry, last Thanksgiving. Wow. Okay. To this Thanksgiving. Okay. And I'm, I don't do January to December. I do basically Thanksgiving to mm-hmm. write about um, right about now. Uh, I will stop including new information um, right after Thanksgiving. 
And I make that book once a year and I print six copies of it and I send them to all the grandparents and aunts and uncles and that is their Christmas present. Wow. Yeah. But if I waited until January or December to make that book, there's no way I could get it printed. Yeah. Uh, first of all, it's, you know, not going to be the right time frame. And then I, there's no way I could get it printed right at Christmas, um, especially this year with the shipping delays and everything. Um, so anyway, I don't get hung up on the 12 months of the calendar year. I just have a rolling 12 months that I make my book around and then I give those out as Christmas gifts. And there is no grandparent yeah, in the world who's going to wow. say, oh, I'd rather have socks. What a concept. Yeah. I have you know, never heard that before. And I'm going to begin to look at it that way. What, what, how creative and out of the box and just, it, it makes sense. It makes sense to do it that way. Yeah. And the other thing is you always have an extra couple of days around Thanksgiving where you're home from work or whatever it is. And there's always uh, sales on wherever you like to print your books. There's always sales going on around that time. So if you have your book designed and in the, you know, sort of in the shopping cart ready to go right around Thanksgiving, you can order it, check it off your list. And it just makes your life so much easier for all the young moms listening. With that, Darla... (laughs) I want to go on to ask you the resources, one, the resources out there for one who is for the person who is ready to hire someone like you. Right. And we'll talk about that um, second. But first, for those of us who want to DIY this process, what are the resources out there like on demand classes, anything that will help? Yep. Always start with what you have already. Right. So PC users, um, unfortunately, the software is not great on the PC. Um, The one thing I'm going to, I know, get hate mail about this, but I do not recommend Google Photos as your Google storage, as your photo storage. Um, Again, that would be a longer discussion, but that is the one thing that we really try and steer our clients away from. Google Photos, not the best. I know it can be easy. Um, and and why is that, um, Darla? Um, I have privacy issues around Google just personally and professionally. And also, um, they are always changing their stuff a lot. And, um, they just made a big change this year. It was free for everyone for a very long time. And they just started charging in June. I don't have a problem with charging at all. Mm -hmm. I think you should actually pay for a decent photo management service. Um, but I also have a problem with, um, Google for a long time while well, they're still doing it. Um, they make it so easy that most people are compressing their photos in Google photos, uh, and they don't realize it. And that can really damage your, it can irre- irreversibly damage your photo library forever. And you don't oh, wow. realize it's happening. So, good tip. you know, Google is just, it's not the best tool out there. What I'd rather see is I'd rather have people who are, um, Android and PC, I'd rather just have you transfer your, your pictures straight onto um, the PC uh, directly, like with a cord or um, mm-hmm. transfer them through Dropbox or any number of different ways you can do that. Um, and then the Apple people, I'd really rather have you use the Apple um, platform. And for both of those, you can just Google... <laughs> Don't use Google for photos, but use it for search. Yeah. Um, you know, you can you can find lots of articles on how to do that very, very simply. 
Um, there's going to be lots of articles that say, you know, go use this software, add on this, you know, this little app or something. There's a ton of little cutesy things out there. But my, um, I, as we were talking about before the show, I've been in the photo, in the, sorry, I've been in the organizing industry for 17 years. I've She's been a veteran, the, y'all. She's a <laughs> I've veteran. been in the photo organizing industry, I think for nine years now, eight or nine years, something like that. I lose track. Um, uh, my rule of thumb is that I don't use something if it's only been out there for five minutes. Okay. I only use the tried and true software and tools out there because I don't want to have to relearn something the minute it goes belly up, which has happened um, in the, the, some of the tools that we use in my office, like, you know, they go out of business and that snap was going out of business. <laughs> like the Thanos snap Just there. Just like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that would be my, the resources. Um, also, they can, people can, of course, go to my website, heartworkorg.com. And I have a whole page section. I have a whole section on a whole bunch of articles on how to organize your photos, whether you are a PC user, whether you're a Mac user, Android, iPhone, any combination of those above, whether you don't know, you know, what you're using, um, or you only want to play with your physical photos, uh, it's all there at heartworkorg.com. And then I also run a free Facebook group that uh, is free. And, um, you're, and it's a conversation. So there's a couple yeah. thousand people in this group and I am in it almost every day. So you can say, Hey, Darla, you know, I'm trying to organize my photos and I have this question and I will answer it. And it's great because your question is what the other 2000 people wanted to ask. Right. Um, so everybody gets the learning. So I love that. Well, Darla, I'm going to join that Facebook group. So awesome. <laughs> And I don't, I always forget how to get to it. It's, it's just, uh, I think it's just facebook.com slash groups slash heartwork organizing. I think it's that simple. Okay. But and I'll link it down to the, you, you know, with the notes and stuff so that they can easily click on it. Perfect. Um, and I think you are an awesome, great resource um, for this. And so Darla, for the other, for the, for the second type of um, person who, is who knows that they need professional help, that they yeah. need the professional um, photo organizer to do this for them, but have some hesitation about the money that they're wanting to invest in this. What would you say to try to help them along with, you know, investing in this, in this uh, hiring a professional? Absolutely. Well, there, there is that old saying, if you think hiring a professional is expensive, try hiring an amateur. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> so, you know, photos yep. are one of the most precious things that we have in our, in our life, um, in our lives. And if they mean something to you now, they don't, you know, photos don't have to mean the same thing to everybody. Not all your photos are completely, you know, amazing and irreplaceable, but most of us do have a set of photos that we want to treasure in some ways. Um, so if you, if you're listening to this and you're like, I didn't even know these people existed. I definitely uh -huh. want somebody else to make all of my photos, you know, uh, beautiful and uh, store them properly so that I can get them out of the basement, bring them into the living room. I want my kids to handle them. I want somebody to make those books for me. It's a great idea, but I don't have the time. If you're that person, then you should be hiring uh, somebody from the photo manager. So it's the photomanagers.com. It might be .org, but I think it's .com, thephotomanagers.com. 
and that is the organization that I mentioned at the beginning. Um, there's hundreds of us actually, not only just in the U S but all throughout the world, we have Australian, German, Oh, just, I, there's dozens of countries now that, um, we've got people in Brazil, we've got people all over. Um, you can find somebody either in your backyard or you can contact somebody like me who works with people all over the country, all over the world. Um, so a lot of what we do happens digitally and it doesn't matter where I am and where you are, as long as we can agree on an appointment time. Um, I have one client I'm working with in Minnesota. She's followed me for years. She finally reached out. She actually, um, her mother's like 80 something. And she said, you know, I'm, I need to do something because my mother's not going to be here forever. So I, I want your help to, you know, do a bunch of things. So I'm helping her, but she has some physical photos that I do not want her to ship to me where I am in Pennsylvania. I don't ever want a single copy of a photo to get lost in the mail. Right. So I'm partnering with my photo manager colleague in, um, she's in her state, but not like right next door. And uh, the two of us are going to handle this client so that the physical stuff stays in Minnesota and that I get to continue to work with, um, with this gal who, who loves, who has loved me for years, followed me for years. So, um, so, you know, you can find a resource that's right for you. The person who, or the photo manager who's works in your state or right next to you may not be the best resource. So you've got options and I love having options, right? Yes. Yes. Well, this has been such a delightful, um, conversation. And one last thing, you have written several books. So can you tell me about the books that you've, you've written? I have. I'd love people to go check them out. I'll flash them up on the screen for you, but yeah. <laughs> again, <audio. laughs> um, so the, I actually have uh, four books out there. Three of them are in a series called Sort and Succeed. And that is an acronym, S-O-R-T and Succeed, um, that stands for the five steps to get organized. So the first book is called Organizing Your Home with sort and succeed. And it introduces the five-step process to organize anything. It works on your space. It works on your time management, papers for sure. Um, and the what makes a system different is, yes, you're going to you know move things around and put things in groups and all of that. Um, but what makes a system different is I'm really into neuroscience and why we do the crazy things that we do. So I actually explain in the book uh, what some Nobel Prize winners have said about behavioral economics and why we do the crazy things we do. And also we build in a reward for getting organized or for yeah. doing the organizing process. So that's the first book. It introduces that and helps you room by room in your home. And then I have a sort of a niche follow-up to that, which is organizing your kitchen with Sword and Succeed. And then also the upbeat organized home office focuses just on uh, the three areas of your home office, which is the physical, the um, the physical things and the furniture and the space, also the productivity um, tools and systems that you either have or need, and then also the technical aspects of the gear that you have in your in your um, office and the the apps that you ought to uh, really be proficient in if you're going to work remotely, which we all are these days. Yes, yes. And it's, it, I don't see an end to that. I think we're going to continue and I still work remotely myself. So 
Wow. Thank you for that. Thank you for sharing. And I am so excited to have all of these resources and to, for you to um, have, you know, just shared your tips um, regarding digital organization because it's much needed. And, you know, the, the thing that I love is that you're here to let us know that we don't have to feel bad and we don't have to feel hopeless about our photos and how to organize them. So I thank you for that. That guilt never got any photos organized. You know, (laughs) that doesn't bring you closer to your goal. So, you know, if you need help trying to figure out how to do it, if you just want training, you're like, I'm hands-on, but I need somebody to tell me what to do and when to do it. You can get that. If you just want somebody else to make make beautiful things happen in the background, we can, you know, you can find somebody to do that. We can do that for you. But yeah, no, guilt never, never got you closer to your goal. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Darla. So is the best way to connect with you through your Facebook group or where else can we find you? Yeah. People tell me I'm all over the place, (laughs) but you know, in a good way. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So people can always email me directly. I'm a big email um, gal. So Darla at heartworkorg.com. Uh, there's a contact form on my website at heartworkorg.com. And uh, if you email me through that, you'll get a hold of me and the Facebook group. I'm in that um, all the time as well. So I'm really, I'm a real person. I love to solve problems, really. Uh, you know, people think, uh, people think the organizers are out there labeling things up all, the, all day long. And that's not really what we do. We solve right. problems. <laughs> And I feel like you're solving mine even as we speak. So thank you, Darla. It has been such a wonderful time talking with you. Thank you so much, Grace. Hey, real quick. If you enjoyed today's episode, the best way to thank me is by leaving an iTunes review. If you're listening to me right now on your iPhone, simply scroll down, click write a review within the podcast and voila, you'll get a chance to click five stars and type in how the podcast has helped you. You can also access iTunes on your computer if you're not an iPhone user by downloading the iTunes app. Also, I offer virtual organizing, and that means we get to hop on Zoom together wherever you are, and I can help you organize your space for a fraction of a price that you would spend hiring an in-person organizer. Contact me by email, hello at organizewithgrace.com, so you and I can get started. I offer a free 15-minute assessment to see if we're a good match to work together. So get on it, girl. Stop being stuck on your organizing journey. I'll help you walk forward so you can finish that organizing project that you've been procrastinating on. No judgment here. Done it myself. But you know what I'm talking about, girl. All right. Can't wait to talk to you. Bye.